If you answer yes to these 15 questions, you are amongst the happiest in the world. Also, the longest lived in the world, eat a cup of this every day, and I'm going to take you into the kitchen and show you how to make it. Come on, honey, it's Friday. Uncensored, unfiltered, unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corelcast. I am Corel. Happy Friday. Look, I had a whole other show done. I did a whole other show. And I just scrapped it just now. Because I realized it was a lot of me bitching and not a lot of me really giving you anything except letting you into my world. Now, I've had a particularly shitty day, but not, you know, compared to some of the really bad days that I've had where people or dogs have died or where, you know, very bad days. It's just a crappy day. The car battery died and I discovered that car batteries are now $200. Uh, and, you know, a piece of china broke, a piece of one of my tea sets that I was given as a gift, so I had to reorder that. You know, so and, and while doing that, I got depressed because of money, and it even made me question whether I should keep the car, because this month it's going to cost $4.50 a month, and that's $15 a day, and do I really have that? And I got depressed because I thought, why don't you? You're a history-making broadcaster. You know, you are Carell. Why don't you have that money? What... What aren't you doing right? Because you should be able to even get off disability. You know, in entertainment, you have the ability to make more money in one or two gigs than some people make in a year. And there are influencers pulling in 10, 15, 20 grand a month. There are drag queens pulling in 10, 20 grand a month. And while my back would prevent me from doing a national tour or performing every day, who knows what opportunities are out there? But my point was that sometimes we all, and this goes to you, feel inadequate because of money, unless we're making 10 grand a month or more. You know, we want to take a trip, but we can't take both trips. We have to just take one. So we'll go see your relatives this year and go see my relatives next year when you really wanted to go see both relatives this year. You've cut back because of you having to put kids through college or 18 to 29-year-olds, 50% of them are now living at home. So some of you may be caring for your 28-year-olds. So we all have these challenges and we, we ask ourselves, how did I get here? How did I, why don't I have more? I was Carell, KFI, KG, why don't I have more? And that kind of thinking, it just, you know, it isn't good for you. And we all do it. We all sometimes tie our self-worth to the amount of money we generate or to our job. And that's because of what society tells us is important. Now, Ember is asleep out there healthy, and I'm here before you, and I just got told I do not have sleep apnea. My doctor ordered an at-home sleep study. And while it's not the definitive, it didn't find any irregularities. I had to sleep all wired up for two nights. Uh, and it said I didn't have sleep apnea. Now, the next thing would be to go in and be really wired up, but they said that insurance probably wouldn't pay. So, you know, we all have these feelings that we're not enough sometimes. For me, that's today. Today, you know, I, I've been having a lot of trouble with the app and with different things and expenses that are coming out of the blue, just like you. Just like there are things in your life that aren't working the way that they should be right now or money being too tight to mention. 
And so I just want to let you know you're not alone. No matter, I don't care who you are, you have days like today. Bill Gates, Elon Musk, they even though they have all the money in the world, I bet they have days where they sometimes feel they're just not enough. And when you have that coupled with all the bad news out there today, you know, Trump, the March 3rd trial in New York for election interference, postponed, which is a win for him. It's postponed because they're waiting for the appeals court to determine whether or not he can even be prosecuted or whether he has immunity. And he hasn't, you know, been tried on the documents. I don't even know when that trial is. And now the Georgia case is going to hell. Why? Because Fannie Willis had to pick the one dick in the state that would put her in the most trouble when it comes to optics in the trial. I have been to Georgia. There's a whole lot of black dick in Georgia. It's everywhere just swinging. She could have found any black dick she wanted, but she found the one that from a married man that she was paying $700,000 a year to in the first of its kind case against a former president. And somehow this woman thought that was a good idea. Uh-huh. And now she's playing the victim card. Well, you don't normally look into the personal affairs of lawyers. Would you be doing this if I were a white male? Well, if you were a white male screwing the lead attorney that you paid $700,000 to who also bought your tickets to go on a trip with him, then maybe we would. Sometimes, you know, we all pick the wrong dick every now and again. Oh, I did. You know, I don't regret the affair I had in my 40s because I'm still friends with the person and he's turned into a great guy. But I was a fool. I was a fool. But he was so cute. I wanted that dick. And so, consequences be damned. So, Fanny, believe me when I tell you, I understand what it's like to want the wrong dick. Okay, I do. But come on, self-restraint woman. You could have waited till after Trump was in jail. You could have climbed all over that mountain then. You couldn't just wait. No, you had to give Trump's side this fabulous, fabulous optic of you dorking the guy you're paying to investigate Trump. Good Lord in heaven, not even Ember thinks that's cool. Ember's like, I can't believe it. I know, Ember. I know. Oh, I know, girl. I do. She's stretching and yawning down on the floor. I mean, that's some ridiculous shit right there. I can understand needing to get laid. I get it. God knows I want to get laid. I can understand. But you got to pick the guy that you're employing to in a one-of-a-kind first-ever case against the former president? Didn't he have a brother? A cousin? Couldn't you hire out? Good Lord. Oh, Miss Ember. I don't know what these people are thinking. She just had to pick the wrong dick. It happens. We all do every now and again. We think, I want that. Situations be damned. Well, she wanted it. She got it. Now she's all over the news for having it. And she's confirmed it. Oh, yes, she was getting the dick. She, she has confirmed it in a pleading in court. She has also said it's none of our business. Bullshit! You are trying a former president for election interference. He could actually go to state prison for 
and you don't think that's going to come back to haunt you that you're dorking the attorney you gave almost three quarters of a million dollars in state funds to. <laughs> Not thought I was having a shitty day. <laughs> come here, Miss Sam. You want me to pick you up? I will. I thought I was having a, I thought I was feeling not enough today. Come on, Fanny. Girl. And I know y'all sitting at home saying the same thing. Y'all saying, well, I know it ain't none of my business, but did she have to screw him? Like of all the men she could have had, she had to pick that one at this time. And I feel her. I do. I have gone down the path of wanting the wrong dick. I have. Some of you have too. And then you get it. It wasn't even that good. Like I risked everything for this. <laughs> oh Lord. So what do you do on days you to feel like you're just not enough? Gratitude. I'm so grateful for you and for my patrons. I would not survive without that $700 a month. And it should be more than that. It should, but I wouldn't survive. And over the years, there's so many people that have donated to the cause of keeping the show going from Randy Radar to just down the list. There's so many of you, Lisa and the captors, just so many, so many people that have thrown 200 here, 500 there. So grateful, so grateful for my patrons. You're a small group, but you're mighty. I'm grateful that on this Friday, I'm optimistic that I'll be here this Monday. I'm grateful we're about to ask 15 questions to see if we're happy. I'm grateful we're going into the kitchen. Gratitude on those days where you're feeling not enough. We'll get you through. I hope Fanny's got something to be grateful for, honey. <laughs> she should be grateful there ain't no video. That's <laughs> It'd be everywhere. Broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Cast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corel Cast, driving you home or driving you crazy. I'm sorry. I'm still chuckling because, you know, Fanny's behaving like a man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I was just thinking of all the stupid shit I've done to get laid. <laughs> you know, like in the early days of the 80s when I was a kid, like a kid kid, I'd do public bathrooms. Oh, yes, I've had bathroom sex. Because when you're gay, you know which bathrooms were the, they're called tea rooms. And you'd know which bathrooms were the cruisiest and you'd go and you would have sex right there in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. Prior to AIDS. Oh, and in Belmont Shore down there on the beach. Oh, honey, Granada Lot. Yes. On a Sunday afternoon, go down to Granada Lot and just hop in a stranger's car. Hop in a stranger's car because he's hot and got a beard and you're 18 and he's not. He's like 30. And there he is. You just hop in his car. Child, there's so many times I could have been chopped up and put in a freezer. Bad decisions. Bad, bad decisions. Gone out and gotten so drunk I couldn't say my name. And woke up in the bed next to somebody that's like, oh, and that was who? From where? Bad decisions. Bad. 
all to get laid. <laughs> bad decisions. Bad, bad, bad. So you know what? I've, I can't, you know, it's hard to criticize Fanny, but my actions weren't under the microscope of being the lead attorney against the former president of the United States. I was just a gay boy in Long Beach or Orange County doing what everybody else around me was doing. I mean, it wasn't like I was some sort of maverick. Everybody was doing what I was doing. Honey, if you went to San Diego and didn't end up in Hillcrest Park, then you weren't doing it right. Okay. And just like in Seattle, they're all mad because there were these raids on the gay bars looking for lewd conduct. And they didn't find any, but I will tell you, lewd conduct goes on inside the gay bars, even more so than the straight bars. I know there's sex in straight bars and the bathrooms and things like that, but honey, in some gay bars, you can just walk up to the bar and unzip, and there's a person that you don't even know or see underneath waiting to help you out. I am making this up. That happened to me on Castro Street in San Francisco. I walked right up to the bar and I looked next to me and saw this guy. And then I saw this guy under the bar and I saw what was going on there. And I was like, holy crap. And then I looked down and there was a guy in front of me wanting me to I was like, uh-uh, no, no, I just came for a cocktail. So, yeah. And so I thought, you know, men, they'll do pretty much anything to get laid. Fanny... She acting like a man because the, getting laid by him has got huge consequences. She's up in court. I have never gotten laid by someone and had to go to court over it, okay? I have never had to give a deposition about getting laid by somebody, ever in my life. So when you have, maybe you shouldn't have screwed him. If you having sex with someone ends up in a deposition, you should not have done it. You're acting like a man. What's doing? Acting like a man. <laughs> I'd like to, you know what? It's not a stereotype. Not all of you men, but most of you men out there in your youth did some crazy shit to get laid. And before we get to the 15 questions, I got a news story that you all probably saw that I'm still not over. I am not over this guy decapitating his father because his father was a federal employee for 20 years and thus a traitor to the cause of basic Trumpism because the guy goes on this. So this guy goes on YouTube broadcasting live, giving this manifesto, anti-Trump, pro-MAGA, you know, and deep state and Joe Biden's evil and all of that. You know the drill. And then he says he's going to hold up the head of a traitor and it's his father's decapitated head live on YouTube. Maybe you heard this story this week. Maybe you didn't. I'm making this up. Live on YouTube, he holds up the head of his decapitated father. Well, the police, of course, find him and arrest him. And he said he decapitated his father because his father was a federal employee for 20 years and thus an agent of the enemy. And I said, that blood is on Donald Trump's hands. That blood is on MAGA hands. You don't see liberals decapitating their father and then going on YouTube. And then the other thing. I have never decapitated anybody ever in my life. But if I did, I just don't think the first thing I would think to do afterwards would be to go broadcasting live on YouTube. What is up with this generation? Jesus, God. Okay. The happiest people in the world, and God knows how they determined who those people were. They were probably rich as fuck. They answer yes to these 15 questions. I'm going to read them. You're going to tell me how happy you are. I'll answer them for, I'll answer them for me. You answer them for you. You are active and productive every day. Yeah. 
You exercise at least 30 minutes at least three days per week. Oh, hell yes. You are of a normal, healthy weight. Sure. You don't smoke. I do not. In the last 12 months, you have received recognition for helping improve yourself, your city, or those around you. I've. You get to the dentist at least once per year. I got there yesterday. You eat five servings of fruits and vegetables at least four days every week. <laughs> Seven days a week, honey. You eat healthy every day. Seven days a week. You have someone in your life who encourages you to be healthy. Y'all have me, so you can say yes to that. You learn something new or interesting every day. I do. You feel safe and secure in your community. Well, as safe as an American can feel. You use your strengths to do what you do best every day. No, I do not. I wish I did, but I do not. You always make time for trips and vacations with family and friends. That's not fair. I would if I had the money. You set and reach goals on an ongoing basis. Yes. You manage your finances well. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'm not late on anything. And live within your means. To find that. You have enough money to do everything you want to do. Oh, hell no. So how many of the 15 did you get? I bet we none of us got number one. Not one of us manages our finances well, live within our means, and have enough money to do everything we want to do. Now, you might get two of those three, like you manage your money well and you live within your means, but you don't have enough money to do everything you want to do. I, I can't imagine. I want to make movies. That takes millions of dollars. <laughs> you know, I want, I want to have a TV show. That takes 10 grand just for the pilot. I want to travel and see my friends. And each trip is like $3,000. So not everything. I think most of us have enough money to do some of the things we want to do, but not everything. Or some of us, we don't do anything we want to do anymore because we broke. I don't haven't taken a trip in forever. I can't remember the last like vacation I took. And, you know, I'm sure you're with me on that. So I think what they're saying is either be happy with nothing or to be happy, in, you know, you do have to have financial resources. And that goes back to the first topic where sometimes you feel like a failure, you know, because you don't have enough or you don't feel like you've, you're doing enough. You, you just, you, you feel taxed, you know? And I think it goes right there. And there's a question about happiness that says you have enough money to do everything you want to do. I don't think any of us outside of the wealthy today have all the money we, like a lot of you might want to go to the Super Bowl, but it's eight grand a ticket. You know, some of you might want to go to a concert, but it's $500. And you might have that money, but you're not going to spend it on a concert. You know, so I think having the money to do everything you want to do would mean you're wealthy. And so I guess money can buy happiness, according to that poll. <laughs> Not true happiness, but it can. I mean, let's, let's just stop the myth that money can't buy happiness. If you got money, you got the best health care. So they say if you got your health, you got everything. Well, if you got money, you got the best health care. If you got money, you do have enough money to do everything you want and so you can de-stress. But will you have the time? A lot of people I know that have a lot of money, they ain't got a lot of time to do it. See, then time becomes the asset and not money. They have money, 
but then they don't have the time to go see family and friends. They don't have the time to take a 10-day you know, vacation somewhere. They don't have the time to actually enjoy the money they're making. You know, sometimes I think the rich are rich because they just ain't got the time to enjoy their money. I mean, yeah, you see them in their splashy cars or on a boat or whatever, but how often are they on it? You know? I really do wonder that sometimes. Do the mega wealthy actually enjoy their money? They seem in some ways to, but in other ways, they just seem to be worried about it all the time. I wonder how they'd answer these 15. I wonder how wealthy people would answer those 15 questions. All right, let's get in the kitchen. Come on. Let's make a recipe to help us live to 100 so we can be broke forever. If you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily... You're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L.com. It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast. Driving you home or driving you crazy. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to my kitchen. It is raining outside, and when it rains, I tend to get in the kitchen. It's raining everywhere on the West Coast and in Nevada, and there's this big atmospheric river that's happening. Want to see? Want to see outside? It's just dismal. Look out there. Oh, just dismal. Uh, and so I tend to cook uh, while this goes on. And today I'm going to make something that is served in the Blue Zones. In fact, the most long-lived family in the Blue Zone, where uh, like six of the siblings live to be uh, over 100, um, they ate a cup of three-bean minestrone every day for lunch. And so we are going to make some three-bean minestrone. I made notes over here about what we're going to put in it. Let's walk over here first. Uh, we are going to do 5.3 ounces, or about three-quarter cup, uh, of dried beans. And that's why we're using the pressure cooker. If you don't have a pressure cooker, you can use the microwave. Uh, and put the beans in there and water and microwave them. But I say just get a pressure cooker or an Instapot. Uh, so one third, of dry, one third pound, which is 5.3 ounces, uh, of dry garbanzo beans, uh, dry white beans, and dry pinto beans. Then we're going to use about two cups, one and a half cups of potato, uh, then eight cups of veggie stock. Uh, you can just, I buy it, you know, low sodium. One onion, five stalks of celery, five carrots, a uh, ton of garlic, like eight cloves, a bay leaf, oregano, a teaspoon of, two tablespoons of olive oil for sauteing, a teaspoon of red pepper or black pepper, red will make it hot, a 14-ounce tin of tomatoes, low sodium, or you can use five Roma tomatoes, uh, salt and pepper to taste, uh, and we're going to put all that in the Cuisinart pressure cooker for about 45 minutes. And then we will have delicious three-bean uh, minestrone. And let me show you. We've got, there's the pinto beans right there. And there's our white beans right there. And there's our chickpeas. We're going to put them all together. And you, you basically want about a pound. So let's see if I weighed this right. This should be about a pound of beans. There we go. <laughs> Whoa, exactly. Uh, I'm good. See, look at that. 
I am good. So you want about a pound of beans and you want that split three ways. And you want the three beans for the various health benefits. There's the Cuisinart pressure cooker that I have and that I'm going to use. I love that, by the way. And so we're gonna put all the ingredients in there and we're going to see if we can't uh, make some fabulous, fabulous minestrone. And I'm doing this right now uh, while waiting for the Donald Trump verdict to come in. Now, you know, it was supposed to come in on the 31st uh, and it could have come in already and we just not checked the news. But you know that he could be bankrupted by all this because, you know, he's got money, but not unlimited amounts. And he's given 88 or 83 million to, e no, 88 million, counting the other verdict, to E. Jean Carroll. And now today or tomorrow, he might be fined 200, 300 million dollars, plus lose his licenses in New York. Uh, and I just, I can't believe that people still follow him and still do this. I need to wash my beans. Be sure you wash your beans, baby. What did I do with my beans? I showed them to you and put them somewhere. Oh, they're over, they're over there. Uh, so be sure you wash your beans. Uh, hi, hi over there. Uh, by the way, there was a couple people who um, noted the last time I was in the kitchen about my, how I stand. Uh, and I'm not going to say I'm sensitive about it. I mean, if, if you all look, I do not stand straight. That's from a back injury, which I do collect disability on. Someone said, oh, you just mooch off the government. I paid over a million dollars in wages. I've made over a million dollars. I looked at my social security statement. Uh, in my lifetime, I've generated $1.1 million. I'm broke, but that's how much I've made over my lifetime. Since 1964 is when it started, when I was two. Uh, so I paid into social security, which is, you know, an insurance as well as... Uh, you know, the disability insurance, and I paid into SAG-AFTRA. Uh, and so I'm not mooching off anyone. I'm collecting insurance uh, that I paid for. Uh, but a couple of you noticed that, you know, I, I don't stand straight. I do have scoliosis. I curve at 12 degrees. Uh, and that's part of my disability. And thanks for bringing it up. So kind of you. Uh, but that's the way it is. So we're going to wash the beans. We're going to put them all in the pressure cooker with those ingredients. But first... Uh, and normally I have all of my ingredients out, but like I said, I have been waiting, waiting, waiting. So let's, I'm gonna use a red onion. Oh no, do I not have any potato? I've got a zucchini up here, let's, let's use that. Do I need to go over here to Cardenas Market? I might need to. I need two potatoes and I didn't think this through, did I? Hmm. You know the beauty of having a grocery store within 100 feet of your house is it's almost like your own pantry. Uh, and so I could walk in. Do I have celery? Let me make sure I've got, I think I've got celery. I always have celery. Why wouldn't I have celery? Here's the carrots. Here's the celery. What is that? That's a, <laughs> that's a date. <laughs> uh, my celery's a little limp. <laughs> How's your celery? Mine's a little limp. So I could use some celery and potato. What else? I've got pepperoni, but it's raining, so I ain't gonna be making a, a pizza outside. I guess I'm gonna have to run over to the store and get some potato uh, and what else? I didn't think this through, did I? Go oh, no, because I've been wrapped up in the news. Like, what is that judge gonna decide? So I need two big old russet potatoes. So I might as well get three. And I'm gonna put zucchini in mine, although I did not list that off. I'm also gonna put spinach in mine. The more veggies you can put in, the better. Put as many veggies as you can. Um, and that's that. All right, well, it's raining and Ember's not gonna wanna go outside. But we are gonna go outside we're going to go to Cardenas Market and we're going to get some potatoes because I will not be dissuaded from making this fabulous recipe. So we'll see you in my kitchen when I get back. Okay, literally took us 15 minutes, little Miss Ember over there. She sleeps in the kitchen, you know. That was the first spot she ever had 
when they were rehabbing the house and we would come over and watch the construction, I put something right there in that corner so she could stay away from them. And that's been her corner ever since. So it took us just moments to go over to Cardenas Market. Thank you, Cardenas, for opening a market right by me. I, I can't imagine if I lived in a food desert. I don't. I have a market right there. And look what we got. We got zucchini. We got red onion. We got sweet potato and regular potato. We got parsley and cilantro because we've got some fresh tomatoes, spinach. We've got regular tomato. We've got celery and we got carrot. Uh, and over here, we got our vegetable broth. And right there, we have our beans. And that is going to make this delicious minestrone soup. And I'm going to first saute the onion, okay? the As you can see, the Cuisinart is ready to go. And so you just open this up in there. We're gonna put some olive oil and we're gonna saute. Uh, and then we're gonna add some spices and it's going to be absolutely wonderful. Uh, what spices, Corel? What spices are you gonna add? Well, let me double check my, I know salt and pepper. Uh, and let me check what else we're gonna do. Garlic, bay leaf, oregano, and that's it really. Uh, and so I'm gonna use Herbes de Provence because it's got oregano and, and thyme and all this wonderful stuff in it. Come on, come on. Okay, spice drawer. Herbes de Provence. Uh, which has oregano, oregano, my mother used to say oregano. Uh, and bay leaves, do I have any bay leaves? I was right over there at the store. I'm sure I do somewhere. You know, bay leaves are from, I forget which tree, I'm gonna have to look it up because it's from a tree. All right, bay leaves, where would you be? Under B, do you see my spices? Do you file your spices alphabetically? I do, there's sage. <sighs> where is it? The bees are missing, <laughs> of course. I probably took it out and left it some, bay leaves, there they are. I knew I had some. All right, I'm gonna set you over here and I'm gonna get going. Still no verdict on Trump, by the way. I'm really pissing me off. All right, olive oil, still hugely expensive because of the shortage that's going on. Woo, should I let you see in there? Yeah, there's the olive oil. Uh, and you know, cooking, I have to tell you, for me, uh, cooking really, how do I say this? On days like today where it's gloomy and it's cold outside and everything, cooking really makes me feel better. It does. Plus I get to eat what I cook, so that's good. Um, now you don't wanna put the garlic in right away, by the way, so many people put garlic too early in their recipes and it burns. Uh, so you don't wanna put it in until after you've sauteed everything up and got it where you want it. That was just one onion, by the way, one red onion. That's I know, it's a lot. In fact, I think I have too many vegetables for this pot. We'll see if I'm able to do that. Uh, I think I've gone, I think I've gone overboard with the veggies, uh, but we'll see. We don't have to add them all after all. I could save some uh, for, you know, for whatever. And look at this handy thing my neighbor gave me. He's moving. It's it, And it's gonna let me drain my beans out of the, you know, without, isn't that fabulous? I didn't have one of those. Woo! I just did it, it thrilled me. Ah, a bean fell through, little bastard. Um, it makes me feel comforted. You know, this morning I was on the phone with my friends, uh, James Laub and Amy. Uh, they're in Amarillo, Texas. They're kind of done with it. They've got three kids there. And we were all having the same conversation about how America is just, let me get garlic, uh, is just too expensive 
right now and the election coming up, we're very uncertain uh, about what's going. I'm sorry, I'm not bringing you around the kitchen with me with the camera, but oh well. We're very uncertain about what's going on with the election, uh, and it's not about Trump. Even they said it's not about Trump. It's about people who would. I'm putting a big, huge teaspoon, two of them, of minced garlic. Because can you ever have too much garlic? I mean, I take two garlic capsules a day. Uh, you know. So it's not just about Trump. Uh, it's about the people that would elect him. And, and it's about prices. You know, groceries are hugely expensive, and no one's really doing much about it. And, you know, well, what could they do? Lower them. <laughs> and then goes the celery and carrots. And like I said, I think I've got too much stuff for the pot. But we'll see. We'll see. I might have to switch pots. Make the beans in here first for an hour and then switch it all to a big pot on the stove and finish the soup. But we'll see. We'll see. You never know. In a kitchen, you got to do what you got to do. I'm just going to add everything in there. Why not? Yeah, see, I don't think this is going to work. <laughs> I think I overestimated how much I wanted to make. Because I want to have some to freeze. I want to have some to, you know, to have. Now all of that fits, but I still got the potatoes and the beans. Uh, and the spinach. Well, the spinach goes in very last. Do not put the spinach in now, because if you do, guess what will happen? It'll just turn to nothingness. Okay. Yeah, I may have to just use a different pot. Use the crock pot for the beans, get them all cooked up, and then put those on the stove top with the rest of this goodness. But we'll see. Cause look, it's pretty full. You're like, Chuck? Don't ever call me that unless we're sleeping together or we're family. Uh, you're like, Chuck, you kind of overestimated this. And I did. But it's right to the top, so let's see. In go the beans. But they're gonna expand, that's, what, <laughs> that's the scary part. But the vegetables are gonna shrink. So the beans are gonna expand, the vegetables will shrink. We are right at the line. Let's see if we can add any liquid. I'm a little afraid. I just don't think there's going to be enough liquid. <laughs> oh, why do I always make too much? I always do this. How many of you do this? I always make too much. I just, I only know how to cook a certain amount. And that amount seems to be too much. Uh, but, yeah. Well, let's hope this pressure cooker doesn't explode and kill us. <laughs> things I think about, right? I still gotta add in the tomato. I just don't think there's room, but okay. Ugh. You know, I could do this the old-fashioned way and have it for dinner instead of breakfast and just put it on the stove and just let it cook. Or I could take, hmm, because it's too full. I need a bigger, cro a bigger pressure cooker. They sell them, I just don't have one. How long do beans take on the stove? Forever. Well, let me think about what I'm gonna do. Okay, I have decided what to do and I think it's a brilliant plan. 
I'm gonna cook in batches. I took my big stock pot right there and I mixed everything up in it, all sauteed up and wonderful. I put half of it in here uh, and I will cook it for an hour in the pressure cooker. And then after that is done and cooked, I will then take this here and cook it in the pressure cooker for an hour. And there we will have it because being in the kitchen is about coming up with alternatives, honey. Uh, it's about, and you know, there are no, as Julia Child said, there are no mistakes, just new recipes. I'm crooked. <laughs> no comments. Whoa, where are you guys going? Why are you guys trying to leave me? Okay, I'm a little crooked, but okay. Uh, so that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna clean this mess. I'm gonna put that in the pressure cooker for an hour and I'm gonna put that second batch in for an hour after, after uh, we do the, the first batch because I just made too much, but you can freeze it so you can never make too much. All right, how's for topics of the day? It's rainy, we're waiting for Trump to see how much he's gonna get dinged for. Oh, Ember's there. I have a teeth cleaning later in the day. I would have other dental work done, but I can't afford it right now. I mean, I have charge cards I could afford it, but I don't wanna charge it. It's 1200 for this implant, 2600 for this root canal, crown and bridge, 2600. So 52, 62, I need seven grand in dental work and I don't feel like charging that right now. Uh, so I'm just going to go piece by at a time. I'm sure some of you can relate. Uh, all right, I'm going to set the pressure cooker at 45 minutes. Uh, I'm going to put that in there, and I'm going to cook it up, and we're going to have delicious three-bean minestrone soup, which will give us life and vitality on this rainy day. Uh, we're going to wait for Trump and his verdict to come in so I can scream and yell whether it's too low or too high. Uh, it may not come in today, it may not come in tomorrow, it may not come in, well, it won't come in tomorrow, Saturday. Uh, well, it may not come in until Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday, who knows? I don't know. Uh, but we'll figure it out. In the meantime, I encourage you to get in the kitchen and do something. I'm making three bean minestrone. I'll put the recipe in the uh, caption down below. I'm releasing the steam. Release the steam. Because it's almost... It's been 22 minutes plus 40, so 62 minutes. I'm releasing the steam. Let's see what's inside. It takes a minute to release all the steam. I got to put in the, in the spinach. The spinach has to go in, child. This is the time. Then I'm gonna seal it back up for a minute. But let's take, and then I'm gonna cook this batch. We still got another batch to go, child. Woo! It's like me, it's taking a minute to release some steam, honey. So Trump's ruling ain't gonna come till next week, I'm told. During, during my little break here in cooking, I found out. I found out! All right, come on, steam, release it. A lot of steam up in, a lot of steam up in there, honey. Oh, we all need to release some steam, don't we? Don't we all just need to let the pressure out? Press our button and release the pressure, honey. I know I do. So this is a vegan delight, by the way. Everything in here vegan. It's a vegan powerhouse protein meal. Uh, and I'll be having it for dinner because I did not make it in time for lunch. For lunch, I had a lion's mane mushroom burger. Oh, with some lentil soup that I had left. And that takes care of the lentil soup. We're now going to replace it with minestrone. Minestrone. And you should sing Italian songs when you eat this, by the way. When the moon hits the eye like a big pizza pie, it's minestrone. All right, I want to put in my spinach. Come on, release some steam. 
Oh, Lordy. The little girl came out. She been hiding because it's raining. She don't like the rain. She be hiding. She is the love of my life. She is. All right, let's see what's inside. Are we ready? I'm going to test the beans because sometimes you need to go a little longer with the beans uh, in a pressure cooker. Sometimes they're a little firm, al dente. You don't want any al dente beans, honey. All righty, come on. I'm ready. Lord, how much steam was up in there? I guess quite a bit. Oh, I have to go for a dental cleaning and it's pouring and I don't want to go. I don't like to go out in the rain. I am not one of these people, you know, oh, I hear laughter in the rain. No, I hear squealing tires in the rain. That's what I hear. I hear people screaming, get out of the way. That's that. I'm in Vegas. We do not have fun times in the rain here because people don't know how to drive in the dry weather, let alone in the poor. And same in California. Y'all don't know how to drive. Put like two inches of water on the ground. That's it. You're done. You're done. All right. We're almost there. Laughter in the rain. I don't have that song on my brain. I hear laughter in the rain. Walking hand in hand with the one I love. Oh, honey, you would not be walking in the rain laughing with me with the one you love. I'd be like, let's get inside. The hell. Right, Miss Ember? Let's get inside. Get inside, little girl. All right, let me try to. Okay, here we. Oh, look at that. Lordy B. Oh, you know, Lordy B, that's my rap name, Lordy B. So now I got to open this up so it doesn't collapse on me. Throw in the spinach, child. Throw it in. Throw it in. Throw it in. Throw it in. Lots of spinach. Can never have too much. Okay. There. Half a bag. Mix that around. Yes. Lord. Oh, the beans look fabulous. Fabulous. A little more spinach. Come on, spinach, baby spinach. I'm killing babies. I'm a I'm a spinach abortionist. Let me check the the garbanzo bean. Oh, it's done. Oh yes. All right. There's what it looks like with the spinach. Now, just to make sure the spinach gets done, we're gonna close it up and reseal it. It's gonna go back to pressure for a minute. I'm gonna leave it for about 30 minutes and then I'll start the second batch. All right, we'll have that for dinner tonight. I hope you learned a lot and I hope you make you some three bean minestrone and child have a cup of it every day for longevity and good life. Good life, good life, good life, good life, good life. Today And remind you, there's a way to never miss a thing and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash reallycorel. That's youtube.com forward slash reallycorel for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons at Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. That's patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, Really Corel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free Corelcast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free Corelcast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so that I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.